Before we start, I want to thank you for tuning in. If you're enjoying this content and would like to stay up to date with new episodes, don't forget to subscribe on YouTube and turn the notifications button on. And if you'd like to support this content, then I would appreciate a review or comment if you're listening to this on a podcast platform. Enjoy. And which is something that we find to be more common amongst older generations. My parents uh, would be comfortable seeing me sticking to one career path because that means safety and that's also that means professional success that's the language they speak but today millennials and gen z's today we speak a completely different language we do not see ourselves sticking to one career path because we have different goals that we want to achieve in life so there's this generational gap when it comes to risk taking Welcome to a new season of the One Day Podcast. I'm your host, Omar Al-Majali, and each week I'm here to discuss powerful concepts around business, mindset, or life, and often share the stage with some of the brightest and most interesting minds of the Middle East to help me do so. Happy to have you here. Enjoy this one. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the One Day Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about a very, very important topic. Uh, Heik, I feel like it's definitely worth exploring. And it's this whole idea of taking risks in life. We live in the prime world of entrepreneurship where it's all about risk taking. Uh, we are constantly being bombarded with and surrounded with messages encouraging people to go for it, to take risks, to not look back, uh, to take that leap. And everything we do in life to some extent has some degree of risk to it, right? Uh, whether we are committing to a relationship, moving jobs, relocating to a new city, pursuing a passion, everything has a risk. But for the episode, the focus will be on taking risk when it comes to uh, our own careers or pursuing our own passions or purpose, because it's been a theme that I have discussed in season one of the podcast, and I found that people were engaged with this sort of topics. Okay, Salah, I'm not sure where I stand in terms of this risk topic. I tend to go back and forth between being super pro, jump, take that leap, do not look behind, uh, because there's this a bit of excitement, I guess, and charm in trusting in the unknown. And there is, uh, and risk at the end of the day is a muscle that we need to exercise every once in a while. On the other end, I'm also aware that there are realities that we live in today that we need to account for when we take these jumps. Yani if all of a sudden I decide today that I want to leave my nine to five job to pursue a passion, let's say filmmaking, um, and, and take on, or maybe take on a new entrepreneurial endeavor. Okay, that's cool to think about. Um, but to take these jumps, right? Uh, we need to, con- there are some considerations that we need to take into account before making such jumps. For example, there are financial implications. Am I willing to give up my current financial stability for a passion? There are, for example, relationship and partnership aspects of your decision that you need to weigh in and that you need to think about. Assuming I'm committed um, and and I am in a relationship, would my decision have an impact on this sort of uh, 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 commitment that I have with with this person? Uh, Because in a relationship, you, to some degree, if it's a serious one, you need to think for two. I, I would say my outlook on the risk theme is middle ground, um, meaning not being super risky and jumping into things blindly, but also not being afraid of taking risks in life. So the position of where I am today is about taking 
calculated risks in life. Meaning, yes, I will take risks, but they won't be blind risks. Uh, they won't be romanticized uh, risks. It won't be going all in and uh, I'm not thinking through some of the factors that I need to calculate and consider that could have an impact based on this decision. And on this, I remember in one of my season one episodes uh, with Hassan Sheikh, who's a media personality, we were just talking about that. We were having a discussion around my passion for film and he basically questioned me and asked me, why am I not pursuing this full time? Uh, and he said, why aren't you going all in? And his perspective on the situation that people need to throw themselves at their passions and pursue them all in um, as a non-negotiable instead of dipping their toes in the water and testing the water out. And that's his school of thought. He believes that some of the biggest successes in life and some of the most successful people around us are the ones who throw themselves onto their dreams and they go all in. And there's definitely some truth to that. And I definitely believe in that. There's, there's a part of me that does believe in the school of thought. My response to that discussion uh, in that podcast episode, what, and it's something that I still stand by today, is that I do find the business and the professional worlds today, they romanticize this theme. Do it, jump, do not look back. These are some of the things that we hear all the time. But I told them I can't just throw myself at this passion when I need to think about my job, I need to think about financial stability, I need to think about my, my career. There are some things that you need to think about. For example, I am here in Dubai with a solid income and a comfortable life, but I am in a nine to five job that's not necessarily making me happy. And to be honest, that's not, that's not a situation that I want to be in. And that's not a situation that I would recommend for people to be in. Meaning I do not want to be comfortable because of a paycheck at the cost of potentially pursuing something that could make me happier or something that I am more passionate about or something that could light me up. At the same time, knowing that, I also do not want to all of a sudden shake up my world uh, here and throw myself into the deep end in hopes that, that I can make a comfortable living out of my interests, which is film. So it's a balance. And this is where this whole notion or concept of calculated risks come in. So what does calculated risk, taking a calculated risk mean? Let me give an example from a real life situation, my situation. Let's assume that I want to leave my current job and I want to pursue this passion for film. One scenario would be for me to just jump without thinking uh, uh, about the decision twice and not looking back. And another scenario would be for me to take a calculated risk. So when I talk about a calculated risk, I'm talking about planning towards that jump. That yes, there will be a jump at some point in the future, but it has to be planned. There are some things that I need to think about. So some of the things, for example, that I need to consider. One, I need to assess my financial situation and make sure that when and if I take this jump, am I in a good financial position to sustain myself through my savings for a few months, assuming that I'm not gonna resort to my parents for financial assistance? That's one thing that I need to consider. Two, I need to be realistic also about where I need to live to pursue this career. For example, today in Dubai, I don't necessarily have the connections in the film industry that I have back home in Jordan. So that might mean that I need to go back home to pursue this. Am I willing to go back home? If yes, till when? Uh, is there some sort of a deadline? I need to essentially plan out the timeline around that. Thirdly, taking a calculated risk means that I need to do my due diligence. I need to do my research on the industry that I want to jump in before jumping blindly into it. For example, in the context of film and in the context of this example that we are talking about, I need to explore the different avenues within film because filmmaking is a whole universe of things. You could do directing, you could do post-production, you could do production, you could be a producer, you could be an actor. There's a lot in it that you need to 
think about. So I'm not gonna just wake up one day and decide, oh, well, I'm an artist now. There are some things and considerations that you need to think about. You need to do your own research and exploration to see where or where you wanna play. And that's what I have been doing over the past few years. Yes, I have a day job, but on the side, I've been dabbling with this film industry world. I've been exploring different things. Uh, signing up to filmmaking workshops, theater classes, uh, various film courses to just see where I find myself gravitating towards so that when I make this jump, it would be an educated jump and it won't be just jumping for the sake of jumping. That's also an example of taking a calculated risk. So that's the whole thing about taking calculated risks. It's simply looking at all these different factors that you need to think about. You don't necessarily need to have the answer about those different factors at this point but you just need to think about them. You need to think about the implications. I need to think about the implications of what I am signing up to. Meaning if I decide to jump at an X date in the future, I need to be willing, I need to know what are some of the things that I am willing to compromise on. And I need to give this whole process just a bit more thought than taking this jump. And again, this is my own take on risk. Today I am a calculated risk taker, but I'm someone who had to work on the risk levels to actually reach this point. I used to be more fearful about taking risks. And I honestly believe that it doesn't harm going up that spectrum. If you're someone who feel like you're stuck in certain areas of your life and you would like to get out of your comfort zone, take a, a few risks, that does not harm. But it's just important for people to be conscious of where on that risk spectrum they fall, understand why do they fall there and work on that. So maybe here I can talk about why I am risk averse and not much of a risk taker. Uh, and I'm sure that you guys could resonate with some of my reasons and that could help give you awareness around some of the things that you might need to work on. So first of all, I have fear that my passion would turn into pain. Uh, I'm just scared of if I jump into film that I would lose this passion towards the artistry and the craft because I'm, I'm, I am worried about my next paycheck. I do not want to be a desperate artist who is living paycheck to paycheck, being extremely worried about my next gig. Um, I, I do not want to reach a point where I'm like, shit, I can't do this anymore and I'd rather have a stable income and career. And listen, I know myself. I'm definitely willing to compromise on my lifestyle for the sake of pursuing things that I love doing or my passions, but there's only so much I'm willing to compromise on. And those artists we typically hear about in the US or in New York who couch surf and live at the bare minimal standards, I don't see myself doing that. And that's just me. Respect to those people who do not mind that, but you need to know yourself and some of the things that you are willing to compromise on and where do you draw that line. Secondly, the reason why I am risk averse, and I am sure that this would apply to a lot of people who are listening to this right now, it has to do with your upbringing. I wasn't necessarily brought up in a household that encouraged risk taking. I wouldn't say I had the role models around me or in my close family who were risk takers or entrepreneurs. My father is someone who has loved his career so much that he has decided to stick with it for the most part. And which is something that we find to be more common amongst older generations. My parents uh, would be comfortable seeing me sticking to one career path because that means safety and that's also, that means professional success. That's the language they speak. But today, millennials and Gen Zs, today we speak a completely different language. We do not see ourselves sticking to one career path because we have different goals that we want to achieve in life. So there's this generational gap when it comes to risk-taking and in particular to my household yes i don't think i was surrounded 
with necessarily um, the use cases that would help me become more of a risk taker. I, 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 and upbringing is something that plays a huge role to people's risk levels. Thirdly, the reason why I tend to be on the risk averse spectrum is because of our culture. And I'm definitely generalizing here, but Middle Easterns, we tend to not celebrate taking risks because there is a huge amount of shame associated with failing. Our culture looks down upon failing for the most part. In the West, they might perceive failure as, uh, as a learning experience, but for Arabs, failing is failing. And sometimes there's a lot of shame that's associated with that. So we don't have a conducive, supportive environment that acknowledges the importance of failure in your process of growth. You won't grow up wanting to become a risk taker. And this concept of entrepreneurship in the Arab world is a relatively new notion. And because of that, I expect that the upcoming generation is going to be completely different than us. I would assume that they're going to become more risk takers because they are surrounded with role models and use cases of entrepreneurship around them like we never had before. And fourth reason, again, I could be generalizing here, but I would partially blame our school systems because failing or responding to a wrong question in a classroom is not the most celebrated either. You answer a wrong question in class, the teacher shames you, and then you're traumatized to speak up for the rest of your life. And this has to do with why people tend to be more risk averse in our culture or in our school system because there is an association of shame with responding to a wrong question or taking the wrong step in your life. There's a lot more that we can talk about when it comes to this theme of risk and I'm sure that I'm gonna be making way more episodes on this. But as I have said, that's my personal take on the matter. And to reiterate and conclude some of the points that I had mentioned, you don't have to be pressured to take massive risks in life because this is the emerging theme in today's world of entrepreneurship and personal development when you can take instead risks that are examined and risks that are studied. That's it. Especially if you're someone who is on the risk averse spectrum of things and you don't feel like wanting to take this massive leap or massive risk in your life, you shouldn't. What you could do instead is take micro risks in your life, exercise that risk muscle and make your way up that risk-taking spectrum if that's the path that you feel more comfortable towards. Yes, get out of your comfort zone, but it doesn't have to be something that is extremely out of your comfort zone. Hope you enjoyed this episode and please, please, please do share with me your thoughts on this. I'm sure that different people have different schools of thought around this. I'm curious to hear your own, I think, experience with risk and your, your own perspective on this. Leave a comment to any of my Instagram posts or YouTubes full episode and do not forget to like, subscribe, comment. This stuff really helps and see you on the next episode. Hope you enjoyed this episode and that you were able to pick up a thing or two that could help you on your journey of growth. If you would like to hear more conversations like these, please do subscribe on YouTube or through your preferred podcast platform. You can also follow more content and get in touch with me on Instagram at oneday.thepodcast. Till next time. We'll be